Hey everyone, welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're right at the end of the book of the prophet Isaiah. Uh, you, uh, you have made it, friends, to the end of the book, to chapter 66 here. I want to uh, congratulate you on that and encourage as we carry on in the Lord's Word. And we're going to share verse uh, 2 of chapter 66. And then let's, let's talk about uh, trembling at God's Word. My hands have made both heaven and earth. They and everything in them are mine. I, the Lord, have spoken. I will bless those who have humbled, who have humble and contrite hearts, who tremble at my word. So, friends, Isaiah here is addressing three different groups who are in exile. God is, is speaking forward into their lives, of course, knowing what the exiles will face. And, and he's addressing three different groups, although uh, probably group one and group two, we could, we could group together, certainly. But there's, there's a bit of variation. I'll show you what I mean. The, the first group is this group who they, they seem to have plans for the rebuilding of the temple and for reestablishing the religious practice uh, of the people of Israel, but their, their hearts are far from God. They, they do not give God their hearts and therefore their obedience. They are not humble before God. They, they don't recognize and obey the authority of His Word. They instead do what they know by God's Word is wrong, that the Lord calls sin. They, des they deliberately sinned before my eyes and chose to do what they know I despise. So that's group one. Group two, um, the Lord addresses here those who humble themselves before God, those with contrite hearts, that is, those who have repented of their sin and carry on doing so as they seek to be obedient to God as an expression of their love and their faith in God. They acknowledge God and they acknowledge, they understand, they, I think it's clear here, even perceive the power of the Word of God. They tremble before the, the Word and the authority of God, and they follow it. You know, it, it reminds us, I think, of the, the declaration that so many who listen to Jesus make as He walks this earth, as He teaches people. Um, the, there, were, there were folks who, uh, who would say, what authority, what authority He teaches with. Not, not like the teachers of the law, He speaks with such authority. There is, friends, power in the Word of God, and of course that makes complete sense. When you look in the context of creation that God creates what is out of nothing, and He does that by the power of His Word. He speaks, He declares truth, and it comes into being. His Word is the only Word that has that power, the power to shape reality itself. And so, as we humbly, with a contrite heart, with an expectancy and faith, read the Word of God, we sense this authority. The, the Bible is unlike any other book. It is the Word of God, the revealed Word of God, and there is 
power in the Word of God. So the second group is the group that acknowledges that and lives by it. Now then we have a third group, as I said, that is, is, is perhaps mainly indistinguishable from the first group. Maybe it's the same group, just a, a different expression of their, uh, their choices and, and their hearts, but these are those who scoff at the second group. They scoff at those who believe the promises of God, who endeavor to faithfully live by the Word of God. They scoff at them and abuse them and reject them, even, it seems, throw them out of the, the religious community. Now, um, in response to these, one of the things that we see God saying right at the beginning of 66 is that He created everything. And, um, <laughs> and so, essentially, He says, I don't, need, I don't need you to build me anything. And I don't need, by the way, your sacrifices. If your heart is far from me and you are determined to be disobedient and to dishonor me by what you do in your life, then I, I'm not going to accept your sacrifices. Why would I want them? I don't need them. I don't need your animals that you would offer me. What God truly wants is us. He doesn't, he doesn't need our money. He doesn't need our obedience. He doesn't need us to build Him anything. He doesn't need us to do anything for Him. What He wants is us, us living in obedience to Him, trusting Him, walking with Him, doing as He says, following His Word, participating in what He's doing to redeem the world. Now, to those who would scoff at uh, God's Word and His promises, the Lord declares here that one day we will all see them fulfilled, every last one of us. Whether we want them to be or not, it is not our choice. It is the Lord's sovereign plan, and there is a day of judgment coming, and there is a day of restoration coming. And those who scoff at the Word of God, those who choose not to follow Him, to reject Him, have already made their choice not to participate in the promises of God, in the coming kingdom of God their choice will become permanent. God calls again and again for people's repentance. It is, as we read from the Apostle Peter, it is God's desire that all should repent and none, none should be destroyed. But eventually, friends, as we know, at the point of death, that choice is made. The choice is permanent. And the consequences for this are quite dire. Those who do not know and want to know God, those who reject Him, will know eternity apart from Him. And so, friends, let us be found as those who are humble before God, those who have contrite hearts, who've repented of our sin and put our faith in Jesus Christ, those who've taken Him, not just as Savior, the one who forgives our sins, but as Lord, the one who calls us out of the darkness into the light, calls us out of the bondage of sin into true freedom. Let us, friends, tremble before God's holy word. Truly, it is the revelation of God through man. Through all of these 66 books, 
God has chosen to make himself known. And by his spirit, we can know him. We can relate to him. We can be changed by him, by the power of his holy word, by the power of the spirit that he gives to those who would believe. Let us, friends, be willing, willing to be faithful to him, faithful to his word, even if there are those who scoff at us, which there are, even if there are those who would reject us, which there are, knowing the promise of Jesus Christ, that those who are persecuted, those who are falsely accused because of His name, because of His gospel, because of His word, are yet blessed. And may it be so in Christ's holy name. Amen. Amen. And friends, until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.